I am the parent of a 13-year-old girl. Uh, she'll be 14 in about a month and a half or so. And I discovered through intense research that it is apparently illegal to put your teenagers in a box and just make sure they have food, water, and air and leave them there until they turn 18, as convenient as that might be. Uh, so that you don't have to deal with the drama that comes along with a teenage daughter. And then I've got a son coming up after that, and then another daughter following on the heels of that. So I have years ahead of me of the wonderful teenage years. Parenting is hard, but it's also a wonderful thing, and we want to talk about that today. I'm Matt McMorris. I want to help you live, think, and love like Jesus. Welcome to the Matt McMorris Audio Experience, where I hope to help you live, think, and love like Jesus. Welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about parenting because it is something that affects a lot of us, but it is also something that is stressful and difficult and often gives us guilt or shame when we talk about this idea or think about this idea of parenting. Some of us maybe don't think about it at all. You might get a new power tool or a a crafting device or whatever it is that you get, and you pull it out and you look at the instructions and you read the manuals and you understand how to use the thing. But when it comes to kids, it's like the doctor hands that child to you and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to keep it alive and I have to make sure it loves Jesus. And there's a lot of responsibility to this. And so I want to try to help encourage you, give you a little bit of peace of mind today, but it is an important job. And I want to make sure that we're not comparing ourselves to the wrong things. We want to look to Scripture for biblical truth and how to parent. Uh, don't get caught in the trap of parenting and, and judging your parenting skills based off of social media parents. Look, you know the kind of person I'm talking about, that mom that has uh, the, the coat rack right by the door with each one of her kids' jackets and their boots are lined up and the house is perfectly clean and, and she has dinner on the table every night right at 5.30 for the whole family to eat and they sit around and they share their thoughts and their feelings and, and then the next morning the kids get up and their lunchboxes are right there with their favorite Disney characters and all of their perfectly balanced, nutritious diet foods are all in their lunchbox with a sticky note that tells them that mom loves them. Look, we, we all know there's moms out there that can do that. And if you're one of them, you should start a YouTube channel and show us how you do it. Um, I'm guessing that you're crazy somewhere in your other areas of life where you're losing it, but hopefully you're that parent. But for the rest of us, this is something that I'm hoping will help you. I think parenting is important. Tony Evans said it this way. He said, the single greatest reason why we are losing our young people today is that the home is no longer the place where faith is transferred. And I love that he used the word transferred. He doesn't say where faith is taught. He says it's the place where faith is transferred. It's like we go into parenting thinking that if we do all the right things, if we learn from all the uh, the things maybe we feel like our parents messed up on, or if we give, all our ki- give our kids all of these advantages that somehow magically they're just going to turn out okay, and that's just not the reality. There's a book that I want to recommend to you. It's a book called Family Discipleship, and it's a book by Matt Chandler and Adam Griffin, and I think it's a tremendous book. I'm just about finished with it, and it's where I got a lot of the ideas uh, that I'm talking about today. But there's a quote in there that says this, No one gets to steal credit from God for a child's deliverance from sin. Now, there's a second half to that that I want to read in a second, but I want to talk about that because here's what happens, is we feel like if we do all the right things, our kids are going to turn out right. But we don't get to steal credit from God when our kids turn out right. But it goes on and it says this too, and you should not beat yourself up when, in spite of your best efforts, your children rebel and run from God. In other words, while parenting isn't easy, we have to remember that our kids are their own human beings, 
and they are going to have to stand before God someday and give an account for their own choices and their own actions. But there are some reminders that I think we can live by that will help us to be better parents. And I want to give you six of them today um, just to help encourage you and try to give you a little bit of peace of mind as you consider being a parent. So here's six things that I hope will encourage you in your parenting journey today. Number one, God has called you to be the parent to your children. God has called you to be the parent to your children. Look, it's no it's no accident. And you may say, no, Pastor Matt, you don't understand. It actually was an accident that we had kids. God still used that, and he made you a parent, and he gave you a child. So whether that child was planned, whether it was unplanned, whether it came through uh, the bonds of marriage, or whether it whether it didn't, none of that is is relevant to this to this idea that God blessed you with that child and he made you that child's parent on purpose. You see, the odds of you being born and you meeting somebody and you guys having a specific child, the the odds of all of that uh, happening are astounding, and God chose to create you, and he chose to give you that little person to raise for his honor and for his glory. So understand this. I have three children, Madison, Carter, and Kennedy, and all three of them were given to me by God. It's not random. It wasn't. I didn't. I didn't walk down the aisles at at Target and say, "I'll take that one, that one, and that one." These are three children that God chose to give to me, and He also, whether they believe this or not, chose me to be their parent. The second thing I want to remind you of today is that God has equipped you to be the parent to those specific kids. God has equipped you to be the parent to those specific kids. He's given you the tools, the resources, the personality, the finances, the resources. He's given you all of the things you need to be the parent that those kids need. Get this. If you believe that God loves your kids more than you do, then you must also believe that he would not give them to you if it were not part of his sovereign master plan. Let me say that one more time. If you believe that God loves your kids more than you do, then you must also believe that he would not give them to you if it were not part of his sovereign master plan. You see, God gave you the kids that he gave you because you have a certain set of skills or a certain knowledge base or a certain giftedness or a certain equipping or whatever. God chose to give you the kids that he chose to give you. And get this, he loves them more than you do. And the fact that God loves your kids more than you do means a lot because you won't even let people babysit your kids if you don't know and love and trust them. But God loved you enough to say that even though they're his kids, he's going to grant them to you for a period of time for the purpose of raising them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Third reminder, it is the parent's responsibility to show Jesus to their kids. It's your responsibility to show Jesus to your kids Look, it's not always going to be easy. There's going to be times where it's going to be easier to live according to the flesh. It's going to be easier to make the wrong decisions. But the Bible teaches us that it is our responsibility as parents to show Jesus to our kids. Man, sometimes our kids drive us nuts. Sometimes we want to yell, scream, throw things. We just get so irritated. We want to put them in that box and lock them away for a few years, right? But the reality is, if they were put in a box and locked away when we let them out at 18, They wouldn't know anything more about Jesus than they did when they first went in there. It's our responsibility and even our privilege to show Jesus to our children, for them to see how we love other people as Christ loved us, how we can forgive others because of how Christ has forgiven us. It's our responsibility and our privilege to share Jesus 
with our kids, to show Jesus to our kids. Number four, a parent's goal should be to teach their children first and foremost to love Jesus. A parent's goal should be to teach uh, should be to teach their children first and foremost to love Jesus. One other quote from the book says this, we want our kids to be obedient to God, not because they are intimidated by him or by us, but because they genuinely love obedience and they trust God's love and care for them. Look, it's we want our kids to be like, I love God so much that I want to be obedient to him. I'm not scared of him. Look, we don't want to treat the Holy Spirit like the elf on the shelf or like the Holy Spirit's watching you and he's he's looking out for you and he's going to judge you if you sin. No, we want it to be that because of God's incredible love for you, I want it to, you want to respond to that love with obedience. I want my kids to know that I follow Jesus and I serve Jesus with my life, not because I'm guilted, not because I'm scared of going to hell, but because of what Christ has done for me and redeeming me, I now reciprocate his love for me by loving him. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so by keeping the commandments of God, we showcase our love to him, and that's shown to our children, and we want to teach them that same reality. Number five. You have the power of the Holy Spirit to guide you as a parent. You have the power of the Holy Spirit to guide you as a parent. You think, Matt, there's no way that I can do this. There's no way that I have the skill set, the knowledge base. I don't know enough about Jesus. I don't know enough about the Bible. Maybe you say, my kids are already teenagers, and I just uh, began to have a relationship with Jesus recently. It's okay. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're a believer, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you've placed your faith in Christ and in Christ alone, then you have the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling you that gives you the ability and the strength and the resourcing that you need to raise your kids up in a way that honors and glorifies God. The authors of the book said it this way, you are accompanied by the God of the universe who loves your kids more than you do. What an incredible truth. You're accompanied by the God of the universe. Number six, view your children less as students and more like apprentices. I love this statement. View your children less as students and more like apprentices. A student is someone who sits in a classroom and is taught. You get on the dry erase board, you make lists, and you give them facts and information to memorize. An apprentice is somebody who's watching. They're observing. They're learning. They're they're trying it for themselves. They're being shown and they're being corrected and they're being advised so that they too can can do the same craft as the master who's teaching them. It's our privilege as parents to not just show Jesus to our children, but to think of them as an apprentice, as someone who's going to be a Jesus follower themselves. And we have the privilege and opportunity to show them how and to teach them, to train them and to equip them. Look, parenting is tough. It can be really hard. I would encourage you to get some good resources like the book Family Discipleship. I think I think things like that will be a help to you. Study your Bible, know your Bible. The greatest tool you have to be a parent is the Word of God itself. So hopefully these are things that will help you, encourage you, and uh, and help you to realize that God has given you the children He gave you, and He's created you with all the gifting that you need to be able to, in your family, live, think, and love like Jesus. If you enjoyed today's episode, would you do me a favor and subscribe? I know that you, you probably have subscriptions to a lot of things, and this is one more of them, but I'm really hopeful that this is content that will be helpful, encouraging to you, and that it'll be worth your while to listen to. 
I remember when I was working full-time in a factory, I would listen to podcasts all the time, and I'm trying to create content that will help you pass the time and grow in your walk with the Lord as well. Also, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love for you to leave a rating and a review. It helps us more than anything else with the algorithms to help make sure this content gets shared with those that would find it helpful and interesting. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in. Please live, think, and love like Jesus. Jesus.